Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. There were two more murders 15 miles away. When police arrived, they found the telephones and electricity lines. We have a weird homicide. A scene described by one investigator as reminiscent of a weird... Morning. When someone disappears without a trace, it's hard to know what the circumstances are. Did they run off? Did an accident happen? Or were they killed? On December 5th, 2015, a young woman went missing in a case that because the circumstances are unknown, remains a mystery. So if you like your coffee hot, but your bones chilled, sit back and start your day with a morning cup of murder. Prior to her disappearance, Caitlin Michelle Atkins lived in Caroline County, Virginia with her mother, Lisa, graduated from Caroline High School in 2011, and began working at the same convenience store as her mother, before moving, at the age of just barely 19, to Lake Havasu City, Arizona, with her new fiancé. Looking forward to starting cosmetology school now that she was settled in Arizona, in 2015, Caitlin dropped everything and flew back to Virginia so she could be there just after the birth of her new nephew. The boy was born on November 21st, 2015, and the family was absolutely ecstatic. Landing in Virginia on December 1st, Caitlin rushed straight to her sister's side to meet the new addition. While there, she shared the news that she had gotten into cosmetology school and was over the moon with excitement. Her new life, it seemed, was just starting, and it was heading straight in the right direction. After spending some time with her sister and family, and holding that little boy as much as she could, Caitlin planned to make her way back to the airport five days later, with her ex-stepfather, James Branton. Her mother and sister were obviously very busy, and so James offered to do the job. Dropping her daughter off at James's place, Caitlin and her mother said their goodbyes, and once inside, she caught James up on all the exciting things happening in her life while waiting to head to her 5 p.m. flight. Wanting to kill some time, James said that Caitlin wanted to go to the mall before her flight, so he dropped her off at the Springfield Town Center where she said that she would take a quick walk to the nearby metro station and then take the train to the airport. Texting her mother at 1.52 p.m., James said that he had dropped her off, and just eight minutes later, Lisa got a text from Caitlin saying, I'm at the airport. Battery dying, so won't be able to text for a bit. Caitlin Michelle Atkins, just 19 years old, never boarded her flight. Five hours and 15 minutes later, Lisa got another message from her daughter's phone saying she was, quote, staying with a friend and that she, quote, needed some time alone. Messages that it was later learned were not sent from the airport, but from an area near Interstate 95 in Stafford County, Virginia. Lisa, finding the messages uncharacteristic, said red flags were immediately raised. And noting the odd messaging pattern that did not match her daughter's usual style, she said that something was wrong and that Caitlin did not send those texts. When she tried to call Caitlin, she said she was sent straight to voicemail by the daughter who normally told her family absolutely everything and would never go MIA, especially not when she was set to start schooling in Arizona 
and left behind her beloved fiance. Lisa contacted the police, but believing that she was having a teenager moment, her claims were not taken seriously. Two days later, with still no sign of the missing teenager and Lisa back at the police station, dispatchers got a call saying that Caitlin's belongings had been located. Found in a drainage ditch 50 miles away from the Springfield Mall, the suitcase had scuff marks that made it seem like the piece was thrown from a moving vehicle. Inside was Caitlin's phone charger, glasses, wallet, cash, credit and debit cards, and identification. But while some other belongings were inside, her clothing and her high school diploma, the one she took from her mother's home during her visit, were nowhere to be found. Now taking the case seriously, they began speaking with family and loved ones and learned all about how James dropped Caitlin off at the town center. Except when they looked into that a little bit further, checking their surveillance footage from the mall, metro station, and airport, they found no signs of Caitlin, James, or even his car. Checking both his phone records and Caitlin's, police found several discrepancies. Realizing that she never made it to the mall that day, her ex-stepfather soon made the list as a potential suspect in Caitlin's disappearance. While police searched a 30-mile radius with volunteers, helicopters, heat sensors, and other devices, finding nothing of worth, other officers went to speak with a very uncooperative James Branton. Refusing to let police see his phone, using encryption software on it, and declining to take a polygraph test, James officially became a suspect and investigators, needing more evidence, decided to speak with his employer and found out that he had failed to show up to work the day of the disappearance. Obtaining a search warrant for his home, they spent eight hours combing through every inch of the place and came up empty-handed. With absolutely nothing to pin on him, the case started to grow colder by the day. In March of 2021, a billboard was erected near Dahlgren on Route 301, with information on the still-unsolved case. Hoping this will keep her case alive and maybe even compel someone to come forward with information, Lisa supports the billboard and says it will help hold her ex-husband accountable. She believes he knows something about Caitlin's disappearance, but without a body or any other evidence, police are unable to prove that a crime even happened, let alone if James Branton committed it. As of this moment, the case remains open, and no one has been charged. Her family is at a loss and hopes that sometime in the future, they can have some closure. Thank you for joining me in my morning cup of murder. Please join me again tomorrow to A Terrible Thing Happened on December 6th. Don't forget to rate and subscribe and let me know how you like it. If you want to help support the podcast, there's always Patreon or just sharing it with your true crime obsessed friends. And remember, stay safe.